0: Hello? Hello. Hi. Janet? This is Robbie.
1: Can you hear me?
0: Oh,
2: hi, Robbie. Yeah. 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 Are you, um, are, are you the only one here? So far, yeah. Are you, can you hear me?
0: Yeah, I can hear you fine. Can you hear me okay?
2: Yeah, I can hear you okay. Uh, Robbie, I'm really sorry.
0: Well, uh, it's very unexpected, but uh, I think the Lord is in it. And, uh, you know, God got great glory through Daniel going into the lion's den. Uh, we uh, we have to make the case for why we shouldn't be charged uh, attorney fees. And I think uh, that's going to give us an opportunity to express some things that didn't fit really into the court case. I actually think it's a wise decision of well, to judge to uh go with the majority. As trustees, we had to go with the written documentation of Bob's intentions. Um but the judge has the prerogative to decide that if the other beneficiaries are in agreement and you know pretty much all the beneficiaries We're in agreement, even if they didn't understand uh, what was happening. So um, that takes us out of the loop, relieves us of the burden. Somebody else can deal with it. Uh, We have better things to do with our time.
2: Well, it's true. You have better things to do with your time. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, I can. I can only. uh,
1: we have been okay, joined. Uh, and, and, the other side. Yeah. yeah, this is Ernie. I can listen in for a few minutes, but I'm uh running out the door, so carry on.
0: Uh so you're not joining us for the call?
2: Yeah, Ernie? no, sorry, I totally forgot and I have the football practice for my son, so it's gonna be a busy
0: oh, okay. time slot. All right. Well, we'll leave the recording going and uh you can catch up later. Bless you
2: Yeah, so so uh think, uh have some fun with your with your kid or any it sounds like fun. <laughs> but uh,
1: yeah,
2: you, you know what? I don't know, is this a connection you slow or something? I mean
0: Um it's uh fine from my end, but maybe you're getting a delay.
1: There's
2: some there's some kind of delay with it, but uh, it's okay. I mean, I'm I'm all right. Um, okay. okay. Well, anyway, um, yeah. Well, we will just stand back and wait and see what the Lord makes of this whole thing yeah, for you. But you I'm know, glad you feel at least relieved of the burden.
0: Yeah, I um. I mean uh, this is review, I guess you may, may have heard me say these things before, but uh, just, uh you know it's really been the last month that I've come to grips with my inability to see what God is trying to accomplish in situations to see and foresee and to conclude what the best outcome is and so i went we went into this uh at least I did with a a really open hand and heart and said God. Uh do what you like, and uh we felt very confident that the facts um, that we would prevail based on facts but um I think yeah. uh, it, and and this is how we were instructed as trustees that it's our responsibility to consider and to guard the interests of all the beneficiaries, and that no matter what yes. was popular, if even one beneficiary Uh, objected that we could be liable. Um, So we needed to have a signed agreement from people to do things that were unconventional. And uh, we went through that process in 2018 with an agreement. Um, And we felt that what was proposed now wouldn't pass such an agreement at that level and it would be a waste of time and money to pursue it um uh, but the by bringing it to a judge and asking for a decision uh the majority accomplished uh relieving us of the responsibility or the or the liability for the decision and we had already discussed that if that happened in arbitration uh, uh, you know we thought we would prevail but if we didn't that uh, so um you know it um eh, It's disappointing, but because we have an emotional investment, but uh, logistically, practically, this gives us an opportunity to forgive and to bless and to uh, not be in the power position where we're resented by everybody. So maybe this will lead toward reconciliation, healing of the family, whatever.
2: I hope so. Boy, that would be really great. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because it just was in a really bad position you guys were in.
0: Yeah. yeah we were, um, we, we I'm I'm are glad that part of it's
1: over.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I you know, I, I'm not sure. Um well, yeah. It's good. God is good. And uh whether it heals or reconciles the family or not, whether we ever get um <laughs> uh, what dad intended for us to get from it, um, you know, we've got we've got God and uh we're blessed and we can't help that. <laughs> that's good
2: well, wow. well, um uh how many brothers and sisters do you have that are involved in all this thing? I'm just kind of curious,
0: sure. I have uh one brother and two sisters by my dad, and he divorced my mom to marry her sister. And so the cousins became step-siblings. So I have one step-brother and 3 stepsisters.
2: step-sisters. You have quite a, a group of people to have to, um, you know, work with.
0: They were all united so in
1: agreement I, I, against us.
0: So there there was actually a yeah. great, imp- great improvement in other family relationships, as long as we were the enemy. I'm not sure if that'll hold together. Uh, now that we're out of power, but.
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> as long as they're united against you, yeah. you could be the end of the common enemy. That that that's kind of I've I've seen that happen many times before. That people can come together uh-huh. over a, you know over an enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then when they start fighting amongst themselves afterwards, then it
0: really gets to be a mess. Yeah. And that may, you know, but God frequently gives people what they want, even if it's not best for them to insist on a a king or meet in the wilderness or whatever. So uh, that may be part of the process of bringing (laughs) you to itself. That's it?
2: it's it's like uh, you know anything that, that that can bring them to christ uh there you know it's kind of interesting um that that just a few days ago I was reading one of the parables that, that I never knew about before, like I'd have to go back and actually look up and see which one it was for sure, but it was that this it was it was that this um fellow comes to Jesus. And then he says, "Settle this inheritance dispute between me and my brother
1: yeah, in yeah. my favor." Do
2: right. you remember that one?
1: Yeah, tell my brother. And, and Jesus kind of
2: turns around and says, yeah. "Yeah, yeah." Anyway. Yeah. Well, we all there's 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 something, and, and it's just I'm I'm just sorry about it, but. You know, I guess you, I can see after you're explaining about it, there's things to be happy for. You know, the good and the bad. You were doing your best.
0: Yeah, it would be nice to be vindicated, you your and, have that acknowledged. But you know, we live for God's praise, not uh, not man's. And the family's not in a state where they can appreciate what we've done. So it's fine. <laughs> mm,
2: that that may Please be incoming, though
0: well yeah and we'll you know we have this opportunity to present to the judge how we came to the position we did and and, uh uh, you know what we've done over the years why it's uh reasonable to not charge us uh, personally for the attorney fees yeah
2: okay Wow, well,
0: how's Jackie doing with all of this? uh you know it, I think it's even been good for us we're uh, uh just the processing of this together uh i think has been uh positive and she's uh she's so she didn't want the job to begin with she's glad to be out of it um I think you know the the sense of injustice stinks, but uh, we've been walked through that before in another context. I think uh, I think this is I think the uh, next forty years or whatever we've got is going to be really good.
2: I well that I'm just glad that this whole thing is at least uh, moving moving forward, mm-hmm. and it won't be long before you have that time that that you've been focusing on this to focus on more
0: you know, the important things that you really want to do. Yeah, uh, it actually, you know, uh, I've been, Ernie has uh, this soul shift that he wants to practice. And I think in that, uh, his write-up of that, he talked about the community of the betrayed. And I uh, <laughs> this gives us a rich context for uh, yeah, something very current to work through to listen to Jesus about. So. Uh, um and then the yeah the uh the the t group pilot that uh, we started a few weeks ago we had one regular session and then a debrief and then uh, doug and i agreed to pull the plug on that but uh i got a rich rich insight in that about how i'd like to um, pursue um um uh, multiplication and uh, and continuing to get insights, so you know our time is freed up somewhat to deal with all that. We still have to respond to the judge about attorney fees before I'm really freed up, but uh, we'll get there soon. Yeah, yeah, you're you you you're, you're, you're going to get there
2: soon. It was interesting too now that you mentioned, uh, you know, rich rich, rich feedback because. Uh, rich feedback because I have a, another Zoom group that I've been doing on Monday night, uh, uh-huh. just a participatory thing um, uh-huh. that I'm doing, and uh, and and I was I was uh, sharing uh, about this experience of doing the Wednesday Zoom group with you and Jackie and Kevin and Ruth, and uh-huh. and, and I and I said. I said, basically, I missed the target, and and then I laughed and I said, I really sucked,
1: <laughs> and,
2: and uh, they all were so shocked. They on this Zoom group, they said, "Oh no, oh no," and 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 they said, and you know, the feedback wasn't favorable. And I said, "Well, you know, favorable enough, but." I'm not yeah. give, scratching everybody where they're itching, right? And and I have to learn more about be, you know being able to assess that you know my audience a little better, and and um, but I said I I said I love the feedback.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm learning so much because I just love it. I you know I I uh, sometimes it isn't quite right you i learn so much more by somebody uh you know giving me that critical feedback and and i i love it and one of the ladies she jumped up and she said you're the most positive person i've heard in ages and uh-huh. i and, and i kind of laughed you <laughs> know and and i says well i can't help it <laughs> and and i uh-huh. and i love the lord you know that much but right. I just can't help it. I I I love hearing that stuff. Yeah. And so, um, but that w- that's been my experience. It's just been pure joy doing this thing. Right. And doing and doing it with with you, even for that first time. You right. know, it still is. But we'll wait and see what everybody needs. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we I I've, I have it. I mean. Uh, they're Out of the T groups uh, thing, I, I would say it was uh, as, as good a misfit. I mean, it was it was good material, but it was a misfit for the group I gathered. And I would say the same about what we did with the group last, uh, you know, the Wednesday we met, uh, that it was good material. It just wasn't a good fit uh, for this group um and out of the uh-huh. there, there are things out of the T group that I'd be interested in uh looking at with you um the the overall idea is that uh we want to help move people from being believers to being disciples who are worth reproducing and i think that uh, that raises yeah. a a valuable question what is a disciple worth reproducing and i think we could um create instead of trying to answer that question and tell people the answer, we could create uh a few studies that guide us to hear about that from Jesus. We follow that that idea.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: So if we if we pose the so question just, what, what would it mean to be yeah. a disciple worth reproducing and then we looked at Abraham, and we looked at Peter, and we looked at uh, Paul maybe, um, one or two sessions with each of those. And then uh, the next question, once you're a disciple worth reproducing, or as you're becoming a disciple worth reproducing, how do you reproduce? Um, so that's that would be another set of studies. And these could be in uh, in segments. We could have, you know, a study of five or six sessions on becoming a disciple worth reproducing. A study of five or six sessions, maybe mostly from Acts, on uh, reproducing disciples. And then uh, the final study would be how do we equip others to be reproducing, to become disciples worth reproducing and, and then reproduce. And that—that's the basic ingredient of a movement. If those three things happen—if we become worth reproducing, if we learn to reproduce, and we learn to train others to reproduce—that's—that's uh, that's the core of every movement that's unfolding around the world. It's the core of how the gospel reached us. Yeah, he,
2: um, it's uh, those. Yeah, I agree with. I mean, I can see all of that. And um, what I was just thinking as you were talking is when um, I talked to you a little bit about uh, that early Christian document, the Didache.
1: Um,
2: not that I want to incorporate that, but as somebody who is is you know thinking about how do I how do I start a movement like that, that's that's an important document to know. I mean, the more well, I'm looking at it and reading it,
1: yeah, the more thought, I'm
2: seeing how the early church handled this very problem.
0: Yeah, well, I th- I think it's a valuable that, that
2: document. was variance. I mean, I know.
0: I, yeah, yeah. I was, was just going to say. I was going to say. I think it's it's a valuable document for those who would value it. Um, but there are a lot of evangelicals who. Aren't interested in something that you know, may be endorsed by uh, Catholics and um, want to focus on Scripture as their guide uh, rather than secondary sources.
2: No, I, yeah, that's why I'm saying that. That's why I'm saying it, it isn't something to, you know for people to study, but it's uh-huh. some, it's it's definitely an important document for us to have in our hearts.
1: Yeah, uh, okay. Because
2: what is it, it actually isn't cat? It's not Catholic. It doesn't come out of um A D you know, three hundred or two hundred. It's it's uh, contemporary with the gospels. So my what
1: impression it is, was...
2: It's a, it's a document. <laughs> my oh, impression
1: it's just was... that
2: it, it did come out of Rome.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Oh your impression is what? I'm sorry, it's a well, my... delay thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. My impression is that it's more valued in Catholic circles than uh, Evangelical circles, and so the impression is yeah,
2: that to the fault of the Evangelicals. People. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I mean, I know that's a hurdle that, that, that's up I, I Like I say, I'm not trying to push Evangelicals to accept it, but I am yeah. saying that if 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 anybody or you or I want to take a look at how the early Church was handling discipleship. Right. That is a good document to look at. It's an amazing yep. thing. Um, yep. So, it's, you know, but it's not going to actually disciple people. Well, actually, it, it did. It was kind of like a catechism. But it, it isn't necessarily the way I would want to take moderns, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it worked for its culture in its time.
0: Yeah. Well, it is I, an
2: amazing I... thing to look at.
0: I think that uh, the, uh, you know, I I skimmed the Didache, and it seems to me to reflect um, uh, in some ways the contemporary trying to establish a pattern of discipleship, of things that each disciple does, um, rather than what I'm thinking uh, now is that the core is hearing Jesus and letting Jesus guide each of us uh according to our context and what he's doing in our lives rather than trying to create a pattern yes. that everybody walks down uh, and uh so yep.
2: I, pattern I'm with yeah. you there, yeah, I'm with you there on that. It's about listen, oh, I should tell you about this conversation I had with Gary I was admit- because I was telling him about how this 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 um uh, Wednesday group, you know, went for me, and, and, and I said, I said, I don't know how it's possible to make some kind of uh, experience or class or group experience inquiry-based, is what we call it in our education circles, which is what you're talking about. It's about listening. Uh-huh. And it's about what Ernie's also all about with the, uh, um, cons- the constructivist approach to yep. education. Um, but the more inquiry based we can do it as a bunch of people who are experimenting together, which was the power of the Great Reset, by the way. Um, right. Yeah. The, yeah uh, it just has to be. Led by some really, really mature people who actually, uh, if you know, I mean, who can hold each other accountable in a non judgmental way. And I think we mm-hmm. were all experimenting with that too, but it just got out of hand because we didn't use it properly. Um, but it's inquiry based.
1: Uh huh.
2: And so, um, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm just resonating. I think uh, I like your idea, Robbie. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, what do you want to do with that?
0: Well, um, I want to be careful not to overrun what God may be telling you. Um, but I I think that with uh, what I know of Jackie and, and uh, a little impression I have of Kevin and Ruth, that uh, they might be very drawn to trying to help us pilot uh, what I just described. Uh, maybe three, six, or six-session, you know, series where we use the basic uh, study structure that we developed in the Discipling by Jesus, um, but have a, a little bit of focused question, uh, you know, in these. In so we have three six-week segments are uh, seven week, you know, with a conclusion, um, focused around the questions, how do we become disciples worth reproducing and use passages under that uh-huh. theme. And with the expectation, if we do well with that, then we have uh, a, set, a series on how do we uh, reproduce others who are become disciples worth reproducing. And uh, then possibly a, another session on how do we form groups and um, train others in the same pattern. And uh, if we, if if that comes together, if if we're effective, I don't know. I, well, I I do know a couple other um, models where they're trying to lead people into hearing Jesus, but for the most part, most discipleship in this country is just assumed. To be programmatic, we listen to some wise person, not share insights, and try and absorb insights by listening, and uh, and not by engaging in discussion around scripture and listening to Jesus. Um, So I'm I'm very much drawn to that model, uh, and to try that out uh, with you in this context, if you're drawn to that. Or uh, you know I'll do that somewhere at some point, uh, but I think I think that would really appeal to Jackie and to Kevin and Ruth, and uh, would be a win. And then from there, um, once the, once you have relationship with these guys, then it would be easier to introduce other things you'd like to try. Um, you know, we're, we're, uh, unless there's a, a urgency you feel or a rush about. Trying out uh some of these things we can uh, we with Ernie, we had already begun to work in the act of listening and uh the other things that you've want that you're wanting to bring in relationally, I think we could experiment and explore with in the course of the other as a secondary yeah, you
2: know, Robbie, where I'm at with where where I'm at with all of this after praying about it and uh, uh-huh. having a little bit of a break here is is uh everything that you're saying my answer is yes let's do it the way that okay. you're saying it uh okay the, the one the one thing uh a couple there's a couple of things that I'm working on that could possibly go you know later on after after a group finds its stride and if it's if it's needed you know i am working on some uh listening Active listening materials for Gary, but uh, those things possibly could be plugged in at a later time, and then uh, you know we could do an experiment with those in whatever way is appropriate. Yeah. Um, but not now, yeah. because because what because uh, what you you have you have the right idea, and you have the right idea also about how disciples are made and what we have to do is learn to listen to Jesus and if and also no one person is supposed to be um you know we're supposed to be responsible for the administrative of it you know uh-huh. but no one person is responsible for the for the learning Everybody's responsible for their own learning, and everybody's responsible to share their own spiritual gifts right in the way yeah. that that the that the learn that the learning and the interaction generates
1: yeah I, so,
2: I think uh, so I'm yeah, with you on all political. of that yeah
0: right I think we did well one thing we didn't I do was, I, we we didn't have a session yeah. with the group uh yet and we could do this you know next time we meet where we cast a vision for um do it w- for an agenda a possible agenda for the group and interact and uh, reach consensus about how to move forward uh we just invited them to come and let us try something and they yeah. did and uh, that wasn't bad but uh i think um uh, anyway that step of uh discussing just as you and i have discussed yeah. this and then seeing, you know, is there enthusiasm about that or what other ideas do people have.
2: So. Yeah, let's just let's just run it like we used to run uh, the great research. But mm-hmm. the but the idea is what are we going to do together as a group and what kind of you know, what are people wanting to participate in? Yeah. And uh, I think that's lovely. Yeah. I think that's really, really wonderful.
1: Good.
2: Um, I prepared a passage just in case we wanted to use it, but um, but I'm for using it or not using it at all, you know, and I'm yeah. okay. That's in the slide deck that I put in there. But I, I really am hoping that most of our time that we meet together, We'll all be talking about what our fellowship needs are and what we want. How we can help each other grow and meet those needs.
0: Yeah, I think actually if we had a mix, if we have some time for that and we do encounter scripture because what we're most what I think what we're most hungry for is what ernie called co-devotional where we draw close to jesus together it's not focused on drawing close to each other but it's uh, together we're going to draw closer to jesus uh each individually and uh, and in the course of that as a group so i think i think experiencing around the scripture uh is going to communicate something that we won't be able to explain um so whether and i'm not clear in my own mind whether whether i would want to try first starting with you know a half hour in scripture and then having the discussion or more likely having a discussion about uh desires and interests and then after 20 minutes or half an hour uh taking at least half an hour in the scripture um, uh, so that there's a, an experience base to help them understand what we're describing. We could send them to, you know, watch a DBJ session, but I don't think you get the same feel from watching as you would from uh, from experiencing it.
2: Well, I think that we are that it's right to be reading scripture together and experiencing it together. The only thing that I'm um, more prone to, uh, liking at this point, um, is, is that for the first few sessions, um, but this is just me and my own interest. For the first few sessions, I'm, I'm liking continuing to look at the life of Jesus and the ministry of Jesus either, um, you know, in any of, through, through any of the Gospels. I, I'm, I'm less liking to go back to Abraham.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Um, but it isn't to say that that, that that might not change, you know, by in two weeks or something like that, because I sure. do love the Old Testament, and I really have grown to appreciate it so much more since I've become a Michael Heiser fan and also a... Uh-huh. Uh, I love um, Tim Mackey and getting into the yeah. Old Testament. But, yeah. but where I'm at right now personally in my own walk is that I'm really trying to learn all of the stories of Jesus and the parables and things. It's because I'm just not as familiar with them as I probably am the Old Testament, <laughs> you know, i'm um, or, or, or for me, it gets me closer into into what he's what he's thinking, where what he's thinking about, you know, and all of that stuff. Yeah, I'd like to stay with with the New Testament, but that's only my personal
1: preference.
0: Right. Um, so the one reason to choose Abraham is because he is such the the foundation. That's the point in human history at which God said, okay, you guys have messed it up so bad. I'm going to start over with this one person and he becomes the prototype mm-hmm. or the disciple worth reproducing. Uh, and there's a, a good brief six minute video or whatever that uh, is part of the T group or Zoom A um uh, discipleship that talks specifically about when Abraham heard something from God he immediately obeyed and that focus on immediate obedience is part of how that uh, uh, that emphasis on being a disciple worth reproducing but that's when somebody is giving us their perspective on what is a disciple worth reproducing i think it could be looked at in a yeah. different angle from trust i uh, and uh, to me is a question worth considering is is god more concerned about trust or be outward external obedience um and what's the relation of those two but uh in any case i i i agree that we don't need to um we don't need to start with abraham um but we could at least discuss so one one for um kind of meta approach to this I've been thinking about is we could so I have a question how does a movement form how do we have the impact God wants to on the world around us how do we disciple a nation how do we multiply disciples and that leads because I think about that question that leads me to this three points that I discussed earlier how do we get my disciple we're reproducing how then do we reproduce how do we train others to reproduce but Um, that's, that's my particular question of framing what we could do as a much more general approach is to say for any group that's going to gather, um, start with taking time to listen to Jesus about what are the questions, uh, that we would like to process together with a group of fellow believers. And then ask uh, him for specific passages that might help us in listening to him in the context of those questions. And let that frame the, uh, you know, when, when Jackie and our daughter, Joel, and I were processing what happened in court on Thursday, um, we asked Jesus to guide us to a passage uh to help us process this and we ended up going through the story of daniel and the lion's den. and it was very rich because you know, it was relevant. so uh, relevance to the participants is probably more key than more important in some ways than the external agenda of how do we become disciples that multiply unless until yeah. jesus has convicted us that that's what we, he wants us to focus on and he can do that if we're listening but we i want to i want to kind of break out of the mold of uh, uh, distilling principles from scripture that we want to impose on everybody in the group and everybody else in the world and say this is what's important because this is the way god acted at that point um, i see that as the core of most discipleship. And I don't think that's really faithful to how Jesus works with people at this point in my perspective.
2: I think that you're absolutely right about that, and I can't agree more. And I don't want to be um, in a study myself where I'm listening to somebody else who's done the study and gleaned all of this, and they've had the the blessing of gleaning it, and then they're telling me what to think. Based on what right. they've been blessed with, uh, yeah. I I don't do well in churches, right? As a rule, um, I mean, I go because I have to, not because it blesses me, right? Um, and I and I want and at the same time, yeah, I'm I'm blessed by watching somebody else get what they get out of the scripture and you know I have a lot of rich Christian relationships because of that Um, so that's so I'm with you so let's do it let's do that and you can go why don't I mean if you have some ideas and you'd like to you know play around with the slides Uh feel free
1: yeah.
2: Uh you I can, know, I can. you I, I I wanna let you I I wanna I wanna let you go in there and 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 you know, make certain slides the way you think. You know, just adding into your thoughts, you know. Sure, and then sure. and that's okay. And then um you know, I'll take a look at them too before before Wednesday or you tell me, you know, when you've made your edits or whatever. And I'll take a look at it, and I'll give you any questions that I have about it, and then we'll both kind of do this team tag thing like we did last last time. Because I absolutely, I really loved Uh uh, you and I both kind of handling the what what are we calling ourselves the MCs on you know yeah what what do we call
0: yeah, well Ernie,
2: yeah,
0: anyway. Ernie, us, us Ernie doing it together. Right. Ernie um proposed the idea of one role being the host who knows the people and invites them together and is responsible, feels responsible to try and meet their expectations. So I see myself in that role. Uh, the other role he he talked yeah. about is the starter, which keeps the group moving through a process and seeks to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Um In uh, you know however the Holy Spirit wants to work in the moment, and uh I think you're doing you're yeah. doing well at that and uh so i think since since these people are together at my invitation and my connection uh I do think you know if if you if you have friends that the Lord brings to mind who would be interested in participating in the agenda that you started off with of trying to introduce these other things i'd be glad to uh, be part of that and support you in that um it's just i i have i have not I, I have not had people come to mind that i think are interested in the kind of cultural background that you were bringing in or the uh the the stronger emphasis on the trust building and other relational skills um their lord may have time they
2: they don't have to be directly
0: uh you
2: know that doesn't have to be brought in directly i think you were right uh as as it's it's something that's really really valuable for teachers not teachers uh, leaders yeah A skill to have and it's a skill to know about But it's a skill to use with people. You don't teach people to do it. You use it. Jesus Uh didn't teach these skills to people. He didn't say, now we're going to have a lesson on interpersonal communication here.
1: Right. He used
2: it. And they learned it when he used it. When I used it with Emiliana, Mm -hmm. I just used it. And everybody watched. Yeah. And, and uh, Eric and and if, uh, Steve and whoever was was listening, uh, they started, Eric says it it, it it even helped him. And Ted says it even helped him with how he's dealing with confrontation and stuff like that. He watched what I did. So uh-huh. that was the, that's always the power yeah. of what Jesus did. He didn't yep. he didn't tell people about it. He used yeah. it. But you have to know about it. If you're going to be able to use it, that's, the, that's, you know, Gary's whole point. But he actually ran trainings in it, you know, and that's when people were signing up for it because that's what they wanted, you know. Right. Um, so it's it, 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 there, there are ways to teach this stuff without having to teach
1: it. You know?
2: yeah. Gosh, I used it on dad and it changed his whole life and he never, I never taught it to him because he was uh-huh. never asking.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm. I'm personally interested in learning these things. It may be that after Jackie and you know the Horrens or just Jackie has been in the group with you for a while, that she'll pick up and be more interested in uh, in a more formal study with me, or I may uh, get a better sense of what people would experience. And uh, anyway, I'm. I, yeah. I don't. I don't mean to. Uh, dim, uh, let's see. I I want I, w- I want to just be clear that I I remain interested in that area, um, but I also want to yeah. and I want to um, pay attention to what the people we've drawn together are looking for, uh, rather than saying this is what we want for you. Uh, what are you? Uh, so anyway.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Actually, in doing that you are practicing the part of the skill it's like a, uh, that's right. an active listening thing that you're talking about so right. so uh, anyway let's let's go ahead and go in that direction and see what we learn for from this next Wednesday and feel free to edit the slides and or take a look and say you know we're going to spend I mean uh, however you think we're going to be needing to uh, if, uh, parse out our time um, you know uh, so so let's let's just go for it I mean it's okay and um,
1: right.
2: and uh you know I, I let's just listen fix it up so that we're listening to to, to Jesus right this time
0: yeah, yeah my my father's Sharing are, is with more. each other. My thought at this moment is to invite each of the participants for this coming Wednesday in advance to pray and ask Jesus uh, what questions would they be most interested in um, and maybe to present actually the context. My great interest is in how we um, disciple, uh, how we become you know reproducible and, and reproduce. Um And so this, you know, here's here's what I'm here's one thing I would be interested. In, but I I want to defer. If you would just ask Jesus, what what questions would be most relevant for you? And I'll, I'll I may, well I, I I'm not very good at predicting when I'll get to things, but uh I may draft something in the and then run uh, it by you, and then share that with Kevin and Ruth and Jackie to invite them to prepare. Um, by thinking through, you know, what what would you really like to achieve out of a group? And then we can discuss that when we get together and see how the Lord leads from that.
2: Yeah. Well, you can, I mean, from what you know about Jackie, uh, does she want more of an emotional experience? emotional, that's not the right word. Um, A relational experience. I don't know if that's the right word either. She does a lot of her own studies, so she's not wanting an, an, more of an intellectual in, experience. Uh, right. But she may enjoy some kind of an intellectual discussion based yeah, well, on you, what she knows. You
0: met, yeah, you mentioned being a fan of Heiser, and she's uh, just this last year really gotten into Heiser, and also the uh, Tim Mackey, the Bible Project. um so I both I think both of you would resonate on that level, um the cultural background from somebody she doesn't know, you know, I mean it's not it wasn't even clear who uh, you're referring to, I don't think. Um but anyway, uh that didn't connect for her. But she would like um, daily. She
2: she'd like Bailey yeah. a lot. They they actually are really in sync. Yeah. But um but anyway, um but most people get bored with one or two people resonating around that cultural historical stuff because it takes a while for people yeah. to understand the value of it in yeah, my experience. Think. So
1: right.
2: so uh, we wouldn't want to get off yeah. track. That could be something for Jackie and I just to have some conversations about sure. on our own, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But if um but but I wanna know what I want to know from Jackie what what's going to feed her soul
0: right. and that might yeah. be a
2: good way to ask it
0: yeah that's a good you
2: know, what do you uh-huh. is there anything that you uh-huh. know what's going to what's going to feed your soul out of this yeah it, it be it relational be it uh, some kind of spiritual growth you know understanding right but what's going to get what's going to get us closer uh-huh. to this relationship that we have with this God who Uh
1: speaks to us
2: Uh and so anyway that that's just what I want to know from everybody because I don't exactly know what's going to feed my soul next I guess you know the only way I find out is what he keeps telling me Says, you know stop missing your your quiet time Janet Take a scripture, any
1: scripture. Let me talk to you, you know. It's
2: like that, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: That's
2: for me. That's what feeds my soul.
0: Yeah. Well, let's pray, huh? Okay. Jesus, we thank you that... uh, You go first. Yeah. We thank you, Jesus, that you're here with us uh, wherever two or three are gathered, even if They're not together except through technology, that uh, you know everything that uh, you're working to accomplish and uh, how you're going to get there. That we don't have to figure that out, but that we can uh, simply rest in you and trust you to uh, speak so that we can hear you and follow you and uh, that you take care of the consequences and the results so we um we left before you the interest that uh, uh was brought together uh, Janet and Jackie and me and the horns Kevin and Ruth, and asked that uh you would lead us forward in something that will be a blessing to us and a blessing to others, and that uh, uh, we would experience your grace together in greater measure uh flowing through us individually and as a group out to the world and that uh you would be honored and glorified and what um we learn and grow from in uh, in that interaction so god we uh we entrust to you the timing and the content and the interactions and the dynamics of uh, our next meeting Uh, that you might be uh, honored and glorified even in all the earth. For the sake of your name, we pray. Amen. Amen.
2: Thank you, Lord. Amen. Okay, um, Robbie, I have to go because I have to go give Julie her breakfast.
0: Oh, sure. Okay. We'll talk later then. um, Yeah, I don't know for sure. if We'll
2: be in touch with
0: this. Yeah. I'll get to the slides soon, I think.
2: You don't know what?
0: I don't know if I'll get to the slides today, but I think I will soon. So, all right. Bless you. Bye. Oh, okay. All
2: right. Bye-bye, Robbie.